This is Inside Berkeley, and I'm Leslie O'Connell. On this episode of Inside Berkeley, we talk to Oscar, Grammy, and Golden Globe winner Howard Shore, a 1969 alumnus who is one of the most prolific and successful film composers of all time. He'll be back on campus April 19th when his epic The Lord of the Rings Symphony is performed at Boston Symphony Hall by the Berkeley Contemporary Symphony Orchestra, an 80-piece Berkeley Choir, and Voices Boston, a 40-piece children's choir. The performance will be conducted by Marcus Huber and will feature Maureen McMullen, assistant chair of Berkeley's voice department. Shore joins us today from his studio in New York to talk about the upcoming performance of his symphony and what it will mean to hear it performed by musicians from Berkeley. Let's begin by taking a listen to the Shire theme from The Breaking of the Fellowship. Welcome, Howard. Hi, very nice to be here with you, Leslie. So I understand bringing the Lord of the Rings Symphony to Berkeley came as a result of a student request in the spring of 2015. They really wanted to perform something by you as an alumnus. I'm wondering, what it what does it mean for you to have your symphony performed by musicians from your alma mater? I'm, I'm delighted uh, that they're doing the performance at Symphony Hall. Uh, this piece... Uh, has been performed many times, and it was created for uh, the London Philharmonic. It's been performed by the Philadelphia Orchestra, the Cleveland Orchestra, Chicago Symphony. So I'm delighted that uh, Berkeley is now uh, playing the piece and joining this long list of great orchestras that have performed it. What role have you played in this particular production of the symphony? Well, uh, other than knowing Marcus Huber is the conductor who I've worked with uh, in Europe, and other than choosing him to conduct it, I haven't really uh, been involved in the piece, I mean, in this particular uh, performance. So I'm really just coming as a a listener, a spectator, just to hear it. Nice. Um, And I know that you'll connect with the students at a clinic the day after the performance. Is there anything in particular that you hope to impart to them? I know many of them aspire to careers in film composition. Well, I do uh, a talk about uh, music and film. I, I work from a, uh, you know, I, I work from six clips from different films that I've done, and I discuss those uh, clips in detail and how they were, how the approach for each one of those films uh, differs between them and the work with different uh, productions. So it's pretty informative. It, it can go on for uh, two hours. I've done some of these talks. I just did one at NYU that's uh, being published by uh, Illinois University Press. And so I'm happy to partake of the knowledge, you know, the things that I've learned over the years in in doing films. Uh, Some of my techniques are uh, unusual. They're things that I've developed myself. So if anybody's interested in how I work and uh, the techniques that I use to 
uh, compose and orchestrate and conduct and produce uh, recordings, I, I'm happy to pass on the, uh, the, the information. So the Lord of the Rings Symphony, I know it's quite an undertaking from its format as a series of tone poems, the musical scoped instrumentation and all the languages featured. I'm wondering how you conceived of it as a standalone entity apart from the films and what you hope the audience takes away from this experience, whether or not they're fans of the books or the films or just, you know, first-time listeners. Uh, this piece, uh, The Lord of the Rings Symphony, is created in six movements, and uh, they're based on the six books of uh, the Lord of the Rings. And the the two movements in the first half are Fellowship of the Ring and then two movements for Two Towers and two for Return of the King. And the, the symphony is based on the total work for this uh, project, which is actually 11 hours. And the symphony is a little over two hours. So it's condensed, it's an edited uh, piece from the rather large piece to be able to play in concert uh, with symphony orchestra, quite large forces, large symphony orchestra, 96 to be exact, and uh, usually about a 60 to 80 uh, uh, voices of a mixed choir, adult choir, 40 to 50 children. Uh, usually, uh, it was originally written for a boys' choir, but we do use boys and girls singing now. And uh, instrumental soloists, folk artists, are also used in the in the uh, the performance. So it's it's quite a large undertaking. It it can involve hours and hours of rehearsal. Uh, the choirs ha have to learn Tolkien's languages. There's six languages that are used that he created for this uh, story. And they're, they're, they're taught to the choir using international phonetics, so they sing correctly in Sindarin and Quenya and Andunaic and uh, the other languages that, that are used. Dwarvish is used in Moria. Uh, Old English and Black speech, uh, so it's it's really quite an undertaking. And but what the audience takes away from it, I think, is a sense of the story of uh, of the book. It, it it expresses the story in a lot of detail in a two hour and a ten minute piece. Nice. Does this mark the first time that? The symphony has been performed by musicians who are so young, you know, primarily of college age. I know there's always a youth choir, but in this case, the predominant age group is is college. And I'm just wondering, you know, if so, what you think that element might bring to this production? I I think it's going to be a great performance. I I mentioned the orchestras early on in this. Uh, you know, in our discussion about it, that have played the piece. There's some of the great orchestras. So I'm thrilled that uh, uh, Berkeley is playing it and joining that list of orchestras that have played it. So I'm just hoping it's, uh, it's going to be a, a fantastic performance. So um, there are quite a few super fans of yours who will be performing in the symphony, and I reached out to a few of them to include a couple questions for you. So if you'll... Um, 
be so kind to answer those, I'd like to just put forth two questions. The first from Selena Schilling, who's a second semester voice principal, and she plans to major in film scoring. She's a soprano in the symphony chorus. And she wants to know, what is your favorite cue that you've composed for Lord of the Rings and or The Hobbit? Hi, Selena. Uh, I would have to say one of my favorites is the piece for the Mines of Moria in Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, it was one of the first pieces that I created uh, for the trilogy. And it begins as the Fellowship approach the mines and go into the mines, and it ends with the fall of Gandalf. And it's really a 26-minute overview of the world you're going to enter. And, and in this particular case, in the mines, the darkness that unfolds and how the story unfolds. There's a beautiful scene with a Frodo and Gandalf in the mines, but it's and it's also a very action-packed uh, scene, and uh, of course there's uh, a, a lot of dangers, dangerous elements to it along the way. So I, I'm very much feeling that that is really one of my favorite pieces. Great, thank you for that. And then from Sean Chen, who's a first semester composition film scoring major, who will play violin in the orchestra. He wants to know. When adapting the music for the symphony, did you work with an orchestrator or did you prefer to orchestrate and arrange most of the music yourself? Well, I orchestrated all of the music uh, for the Lord of the Rings trilogy uh, myself. And the music for the symphony is an edited version of the complete score. I see. And so they're all my orchestrations. Uh, John Mauchery... Uh, who's a wonderful conductor, he uh, worked with me in terms of the edit. He was a good sounding board uh, to be able to play, uh, say, 20, 20 minutes of uh, a two-hour piece and see if I did an edit that he felt was a good representation of that part of the trilogy. So I, I, it was like working with a good editor, basically, and I appreciate that the work that he did on it. But uh, there, are no, there are no arrangements, really. It's just the original orchestration that has been edited. And then as I worked with the edit, I occasionally did some bridge material, you know, just to be able to smooth out the edit from one piece or one section of the uh, total piece from another. Wow. That's quite an undertaking to keep the context there, but to condense it down to two hours. Yes. Yes. I did it on, you know, I did a, a release of CDs when I was when the films came out, the films the films were released in 2001, 2, and 3. And for each of those years, there was one CD that was released that was the official uh, soundtrack. Uh, but it was only about 65, 70 minutes each time. And each one of those scores was uh, three hours, not counting the uh, extended versions that were being made because they were done a little later. And then in 2004, I released the whole 
work called A Complete Recordings, and it's a 10-CD uh, release. And that really constitutes almost all of everything that I wrote. I think there's probably still music that I wrote that uh, that might not have made it into even the complete recordings. I'm told by fans who who are you know uh, co- you know really knowledgeable about the the work that I did. And uh, Doug Adams, the author, just, he lives in Chicago. He wrote a book called The Music of the Lord of the Rings trilogy and he spent nine years in my archive in New York uh, off and on he would come from Chicago a couple times a year and he wrote a book on all of the themes and the leitmotifs and how they were used and he collected you know all the bits of ideas and paper that I had generated over the years and wrote a very comprehensive book. So if any uh, anybody is interested in this music and how it was done and how it relates to the film, I recommend the Doug Adams book. I'm sure a lot of folks will. Well, you've certainly spent a lot of time with Lord of the Rings and its music in the Middle Earth and you know now in this iteration here. Um, so I know folks... There are so many folks looking forward to this performance, to hear this version of the music. Yes, very exciting. It's in a terrific theater, and so I just think we're going to have a great performance. Really looking forward to it. Well, Howard Shore, thank you so much for joining us at Inside Berkeley. You're very welcome, Leslie. Glad to be here with your listeners. Let's go out on the fellowship theme from the Minds of Moria. The Lord of the Rings Symphony, presented by the Signature Series at Berkeley, will be April 19th at Boston Symphony Hall. For more information, including how to get tickets, visit berkeley.edu slash events. This episode was engineered in partnership with The Burn. I'm Leslie O'Connell for Inside Berkeley. <laughs>